Today, I have a very special guest on the podcast because Katie has been on the podcast before, but that was in November 2020. It has been three years since we last talked on the podcast and I love how you've grown so much because last time all we talked about was how to manifest with crystals and there has been one thing that has stayed constant in your development and the brand evolvement that is quantum you are all about quantum and the field of quantum and manifestation so I absolutely love that and I'll give a little bit of intro to the audience who might have forgotten or not listened to that previous episode because my brand evolved quite a lot since then and Katie is someone who helps you awaken your God self, step into your feminine power and helps you do that through somatic healing, quantum manifestation and so much more which I think she can explain better. So Katie, please take it away. Thank you so much, Ashu. It's amazing to be back on here three years later. Wow, like so much has changed since then for I'm sure everyone listening. So yeah, I started my business in 2020 and I am a quantum manifester, mentor and coach. So I really specialize in helping women tap into, as you said, your God self, as in understanding that you are the ultimate creator of your reality and helping you build an incredible lasting movement, right? Unleashing your legacy out there into the world, whether that through be through your business, entrepreneurship, online, speaking your voice and speaking your truth to really uplift and elevate humanity. And we do that in ways that defy logic, right? In the quantum field where results aren't linear, they aren't logic, right? And we are, you know, quantum leaping into different timelines and doing it in a way that is so nourishing to our soul, to our nervous system and doing it in that really feminine way. I love that. I was actually, that was my first question. What do you mean by God self? And you've already explained it. And I love how it's um, like that concept of taking 100% responsibility of your reality and you then get to create from there. So I really like how you described what God self is and talking to the quantum queen herself. Congratulations on tripling your followers and having your reel go viral. I absolutely love the vulnerability you show in that reel. For people who are listening, make sure you go to Katie's profile and I guess the reel is pinned there. Yes. And it's, it's so beautiful beautiful the profile will be linked in the show notes but I want to know about like this feminine power I know we're just jumping right into this question aspect because I have recently started exploring the world of somatic exercises somatic healing and I absolutely love it but there is always like the world has conditioned us to be type A people, even if we might not be. And it's always go, go, go. So what does feminine look like? What is it? Yes, I love this. So there's actually a universal law called the law of gender, and it's really just about feminine and masculine energy. And it's not necessarily about the body you were born into. Everything has feminine and masculine energy, right? Um, you know, certain, you can feel the certain energies of certain things would say that feels more feminine and feminine is more like soft. It is receiving. Feminine is creative. It's intuitive. It's the flow, right? It's the uncontainable. And 
And so the masculine and the feminine, they both need each other. So sometimes, again, we go too far into one, too far into the masculine, which is quite um, common now because society glorifies people who operate in their masculine, who, you know, force to get things and very directional and, and go-getter and like that hustle, which in some places and in some moments of our lives, that's going to be really helpful for us. But then there's a the feminine approach, which isn't seen as much in society. And instead of forcing things to happen, it's that receiving, it's actually allowing, it's seducing. And how I see it is almost in a relationship where the woman is like seducing a man with her energy and the man is initiating through the actions, through asking her out. And it's not like the woman is being passive, but she's still attracting purely with her energy. So it's like things come to me rather than I need to get it. And again, we both have these energies, whether you are identify as a male or a female, it's just tuning into where have I potentially gone too far into one? Because being too feminine is a thing as well. Not doing anything, just fully in my emotions, fully in my vibe. And maybe there's not you know, enough direction, not enough action. So I really like to blend the both, especially in business. We need the masculine of the strategy, the organization, the planning, the preparation. And the feminine is in that attraction, in you know, allowing things to naturally unfold, which is really the quantum field. The quantum field is that fertile void of the feminine, of everything gets to exist all at once. And so, for example, that reel that you talked about of mine that went viral, that was pure feminine energy. All I did was post and it amassed 80 million views. I, I you know, in increased my following by 10,000 followers. But the only thing that I did was hit post, but then the feminine energy created this unrealistic, crazy momentum and results through purely just being myself, being so vulnerable, not diluting my power because the feminine energy is so magnetic. Like when you see a woman or someone embodied truly in their feminine of their emotions, the depth of the feeling, it's like, whoa, like I, I want, I want to see that. I want a taste of that. It's just like, it evokes a sensation within you rather than masculine is more like, oh, here's the value or here's the education. It's like surface level, like what you see, but the feminine is like what you feel underneath what you see. And it's a totally different vibe. And you can apply this to business, to relationships, to manifesting. I just love the feminine approach of, of feeling and also um, diving into the feminine and um, healing that also helped me physically. Like it helped me heal my period pain and other ailments that I had because I was operating too much in the masculine. I have so many questions, but yeah. I love how you've explained it. And I like the uh, distinction because I like to think of things in a very tangible sense because I have that heavy masculine energy, which I'm trying to, because my guides were like, now it's time for your feminine era. That's why I was like, this collaboration came at the perfect time because you said that masculine is about the value like here is how you do things this is what you like the education part of it whereas the feminine is something that moves you and moves you internally and gives you mm. that emotion so building more on that I would love to know if you could like point out certain things in business like this is when you are operating from masculine and this is when you're operating from feminine if that's something we could do yes for sure so 
the masculine and I love to also see it in that way of relationships right it's like the masculine is the one that's initiating doing the things and the feminine is um you know it's her energy it's like what does the man and the woman bring to the relationship the man is like the provider the initiator the protector taking care of things and the feminine it's like she doesn't need to bring anything externally tangibly into the relationship is the feminine essence of having a woman in your house her energy her liveliness like coming home to this like warmth like that's the feminine right it's not necessarily like tangible like this is the value of like she's contributing in a very you know um, tangible sense it's like the energetics of having that so it's the same in business right the masculine would be the preparation and the proactivity of okay here is my calendar here's how I'm going to organize things maybe I have certain days so like Tuesdays are going to be my podcast days and Wednesdays are going to be my group coaching call days and so you have that structure there because see the feminine if there is absolutely no structure you can't actually be feminine right so the feminine needs to be able to relax knowing that things are under control imagine that you are going on a date and you have a man saying, I'm picking you up at 7 p.m., wear a beautiful dress. We are heading out. This is a surprise. Everything's organized. You get into the car. He picks you up. He drives you there. He goes to the restaurant. You don't even need to know any details. You're just like in your body, in your vibe. You feel so safe with him. He orders. He pays. Everything. You're a, a, allowed to and you have space to actually relax and receive it. If you ended up going on a date and the guy was like, I don't know where we're going, you pick someone somewhere, you drive, um, he's not helping you at all with the directions, you're flustered, he's like, oh no, this restaurant's closed, we've got to go somewhere else, you're navigating, you're getting there, he's like, can you order for me? you're not relaxed because you're like have got all these little things in your head of trying to organize things so you actually can't be feminine and so we need the masculine structure what we call the container what we call the glass for the water to actually be in it if water doesn't have a container it just completely splatters everywhere right it has no formation but when you create a container for the fluidity of the feminine to flow then she can be feminine and so femininity requires a masculine structure if you don't have any structure in your business you you are going to be trying to keep constantly trying to keep up with your business rather than seeing ahead and being able to relax right so it's like the masculine structure gives you that that like yeah the structure to be able to surrender into your feminine for example the masculine could look like batch creating content okay i've got content in place i've got things scheduled for every single day i no longer have the pressure of needing to create something every day so now i'm actually more creative because pressure and stress are the things that dampen the feminine imagine if you're stressed are you turned on are you sexual do you want to make love no you you only have this creativity this sexual energy sensual energy when things are all organized and prepared for you and so the more you can relax into knowing things are set up i've got back-end systems i've got funnels i've got structures i've got things in, in place and you're not trying to constantly focus on the nitty-gritty things you're like oh i have space now to be creative i have space now to show my essence i have space now for or, you know, unknown things to come through that I might have never thought. You are not creative and you're not feminine when you're up to your ears in, in stress and tasks, right? So that's essentially how we can utilize a masculine structure in business and create the feminine. Another thing that I love to do even in my own life is like meal planning. If every single day I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to eat? That's just creating 
so much leaky energy in, you know, my attention, my energy, my time versus, okay, I just meal prep once a week or twice a week. I've got food prepared. So now I can actually relax and have more spaciousness. So how can you create containers and structures so that you actually create more spaciousness and time to relax into your feminine creativity? Oh my God, I am so mind blown. I'm going to take that example like for everything now. The glass and the water thing is so beautiful and it's so easy to understand that, okay, the glass is there, but if you have no feminine going on, that's where you feel like my glass is empty. I don't really yeah. have, have all these structures, but I don't really see any results coming in. But if you have the water, it's all over the place. I really like that. I'm so mind blown about that. And I wanted to also touch on the point that you said about uh, healing your body through the feminine and tapping into it. And, and that's I've seen, like, I've heard so many stories about it. People's, like, left side having problems and issues because they're not in, like, the feminine element has not been balanced and they're way too masculine. And it also ties in with the somatic work that you do. So I would love to know how does it manifest in the body or how does it help like the whole world of somatic healing i'm literally like giving you a pandora box please open it for us yeah what is somatic healing and mixing the feminine energy there Perfect, perfect. So somatic healing is not necessarily inherently feminine or masculine, but then it helps you dive into certain aspects. I study kinesiology and mind-body medicine, which is essentially understanding how trauma stored in the body and emotions that created the trauma and illnesses manifest physically as those ailments. And that's essentially what I talked about when I manifested period pain for eight years and I tried all of the things. I got a laparoscopy, I got surgery, I, you know, got them to remove a cyst from my ovaries and it still kept coming back and back and back and when we actually look into every single part of the body is associated with a specific emotional response that continues looping um, and then that manifests so the womb obviously it's the, the core of your femininity right and so if you're having problems with um, period issues pain fertility even UTIs that's all to do with or vaginismus so where your like your vagina literally cannot be penetrated all these things are to do with stuck feminine emotions of disowning your feminine of feeling like it is weak to be feminine of not surrendering into that part of yourself and I did a really powerful somatic healing where um, I tuned into the sensation and I asked it the question why are you here to the pain because the pain is its own entity right it's its own formation and when I asked that question, I burst into tears and I answered, because I am punishing myself. I subconsciously manifested the period pain because I was punishing myself at such a deep level that I did not even understand consciously. I constantly said, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And that just unlocked a whole new level. And that's part of what I talk about of like being your God self, the creator. Nothing is ever happening to you. It is all you. It's, it's things happening for you by you always in your favor. And so even with my illnesses, I had um, period pain, I had chronic fatigue, I had IBS, I had, you know, um, I had, um, what's it called? Food intolerances, right? All these certain things. And when I looked into it, there were all certain emotional patterns, or even if it's not a specific emotional pattern, it was just stress. It was nervous system dysregulation um, stored in my body. So that's essentially what somatic healing does. Instead of talking about it in a space of like talk therapy and 
gaining awareness and clarity around it on a mind level, it's actually going into the body and being like, okay, why is it here? Why is it manifest? Can I move through it? Like, can I somatically feel into the tension, feel into the restriction inside of my body? And it can be a bit more of a feminine approach because remember the feminine is always moving. The feminine is, is unpredictable. The feminine can't really be contained. While the masculine is like the rock, right? So when women say, oh, like, here's my rock, like that's what we mean because it, it's reliable. Like a man is my rock. It's like they can just hold me and protect me and it's always reliable. It's always there. While the feminine is like the wind and the water and like always moving always crazy always in the chaos yeah like to be honest we're more emotional we get stressed more easily and we can't we don't have that same like necessarily full groundedness as men but that is what makes us so beautiful and unpredictable and wild right so the the rock of like the healing is what i see is a lot of like the meditation of like you know being super still and present and and accessing that and it's like the masculine is that the consciousness the awareness so it can be very much again in the head of thinking about it while somatic healing like somatic soma is about the body so the body when you're receiving information you don't think about how can I access information in the body, the body's portal is feeling, right? And I love this quote saying, overthinking is often underfeeling, right? We're so taught to think about your problems, have awareness about them, but it's like your body is just crying out to be felt. Every single piece of pain or tightness or contraction in your body is just whispers from your body trying to get your attention. It's messengers, right? And so if we're not paying attention to the whispers, they're going to turn into screams. And that's when we manifest these bigger things that stop us in our tracks, right? Chronic fatigue and actually force us to witness it. And that's what happened to me. I kept ignoring my body until one day I developed chronic fatigue where I couldn't even walk and I had to drop out of school. And that was my body's way of saying, listen to me. Every single month, my womb was literally screaming to me, listen to me pay me attention. Can you lead from this place? And so that is more the feminine approach of like feeling because the feminine is more feeling, the masculine is more thinking. So feeling, it can be through movement. It can be through just identifying like, what does this stuckness feel like? Because when we feel, we complete the cycle, right? It's just like emotions. If we don't feel the emotion, it lingers and it gets suppressed. The moment you just feel it fully and not think about it and not create a story and a narrative and question, why is it here? It just releases and it is that easy and you can do that through movement you can do it through feeling screaming whatever it is but somatic practices are all in the body the feminine is also as you said certain aspects of their body just like the feminine is the water and the masculine is the container we have masculine and feminine parts of our body so for women it's like our menstrual and um, reproductive system that's the feminine area um, as well as our heart that is very feminine as well and our breasts so problems that manifest in these areas can be to do with or related to our femininity um, the left side of the body is the feminine so as you said a lot of us you know we have either tingles or you know a feeling of almost like paralysis or numbness that means we might, might be numbing the feminine literally you know um, the masculine is the right side and the masculine um, for men is obviously in their reproductive system and it can be more up in the head so every single part of the body can be mapped directly to an emotion You've literally dropped so many like mini masterclasses, mini trainings in here that I am still just processing everything that's going on. And I wanted to also point out the important thing that you said that you asked the pain, mm. what are you here for? What are you 
teaching me so and that interaction and the acceptance that the pain or that entire thing is its own entity so you are not morphing it into your identity and thinking this is who i am no it's a separate entity you get to ask you have to ha you get to have a conversation and when it served its purpose it gets to leave because you have given it the attention that it requires mm -hmm. so I really like that insight. And you said about stepping into your feminine. You said that um, you started embodying the feminine and listening to your body. So I would love to know what are some practices you do that help you step into the feminine and actually are like, because I've seen this, like, I, I, I love the conversations, but sometimes people don't really tell you how to actually do it. They're just like, step into your feminine. No, that's how. How do I do that? So yeah. I would love to know how you do that. Yes. So especially again, because the feminine is so intangible, it is all feeling, it is the water. It cannot really, again, be contained. And sometimes it is more difficult to say, this is how the feminine is. This is what you can do. Because again, the masculine is the doing part. So that's very easy to say, do this, do that, be directional, plan, organize proactivity. Yeah. The feminine yeah. is opposite. So therefore, we anytime yeah. you would, doing something technically you're not in your feminine uh, that makes sense <laughs> yes so when people ask me how do, what do i do to be my feminine I'm like the point is you've got to do the things where you're not doing it oh that's yes. why i asked you why what do you do instead yeah. of saying what can we do because yeah. it's not supposed to be like a blueprint it's like exactly. unique to everyone so I would love to know how do you embody the feminine mm, that would yeah. be a better question exactly so this is the thing the feminine is all about not what you do but who you are when you do it how you do it the feminine is about the process it is about being in it because you are enjoying it getting pleasure out of it rather than just a destination right so the masculine does things for the result right that's why men are so driven of like next thing next thing the feminine is more like oh, i just want to be here right imagine having sex just to get to the orgasm that's like the masculine approach we don't have sex just to orgasm i hope people aren't listening aren't having sex just to orgasm it's like you are enjoying it it's like you could have a 30 second sex you know, session, or you can have an hour of just pleasure and play and enjoy it. And you don't even think about the end and the orgasms just happen, right? Naturally. And so that's the feminine. It's like, how can I squeeze every single juicy moment out of this? And I remember before when I was learning about this and tapping more into my feminine, I would say, why am I still having period issues? Because I knew it was to do with femininity, learning about kinesiology. And I would say, I'm doing all the feminine things. I am doing yoga. I am doing meditation. I'm doing that. And then I remember my kinesiology teacher at the time was like, yep, you're doing them. And there's a very clear difference between doing yoga and being in the yoga flow of like in each sequence, in each pose. Are you doing yoga? And this is another thing I need to tick off the list because I need to go to the gym today. And I'm thinking about dinner while I'm doing yoga. That's a very different vibe. And so this is the thing. You could do something that's feminine. Oh, I'm doing a somatic practice, but you're doing it just to tick, tick off another thing. It's not about what you do. It's who you are. And so I like to integrate the feminine. Again, certain things could be making sure there's a lot of white space in your calendar. If you're time blocking every single um, minute of your day, that's not feminine. That's masculine. You're like, I have to do this and this and this. And there's no spaciousness again to allow the feminine to flow. We need some structure, but not too much structure because we're not robots, right? Men operate better in that way. But we need space 
to feel, to be. Um, it could be like cooking is one of my favorite feminine things because I don't cook just to, okay, prepare the meal. I cook and I bake because I love it. Sometimes I'll literally bake something, not even for myself. I won't even eat it. I'm baking for someone else, but I love it because I love to bake. I love to be in it. I feel feminine. I'm wearing a little cute dress and my apron and I'm making little things. And it's like, I'm not doing it just for the cake. I am baking because I enjoy the process. I can buy a cake anywhere, right? So that's a feminine. It's not about what is the most convenient thing? Anytime you're inconvenienced, you're actually really in the masculine. The feminine isn't about the quickest way, the most efficient way, the most convenient way. She is about the most enjoyable way, the most pleasurable way. And so imagine this version of yourself because there's different archetypes, right? It's like the lover archetype and the feminine of like, I am just... I'm living as if I'm romanticizing my life. I wake up in the morning. I don't have an alarm. I am just waking up whenever I want to. That's allowing and honoring your body. Put on beautiful music. How do I make my breakfast? How do I eat my breakfast? I'm just eating my breakfast on the go in the car or am I actually making like a ceremony? With the feminine, you need to imbue the energy of ceremony into every single thing that you do. This is a devotion piece. I am devoting to myself. I'm eating this juicy fruit. Like I'll literally eat fruit and I'll make out with it. It's like a make out session with the fruit rather than just shoving it down my throat and eating it, right? It's like not the thing that you're doing. It's a process. Can you feel the juices on your tongue? Can you feel the sensation? And I tell you, when you eat slowly and in this sensual way, the food tastes so much better. It honestly does, right? And so that's another example. Or skincare. I used to just do my skincare. Oh, get it over and done with. Now I'm like, oh, I treat myself as I'm in, a, I'm in a salon. I massage my skin. I put the oils and the serums and the moisturizers. Like, oh, beautiful gua sha. Like, I take my time. It's my favorite thing. I'm like devotion to myself. I'm a goddess. I'll hop out of the shower and I put on oils or creams all over my body and take my time, right? This is what the feminine is. The feminine is about romanticizing my life. I'm the main character. Every single moment is so special and and it's a ceremony. It's a devotion to self. So that is the essence of the feminine, how to bring that more into your daily life. I could actually see your voice and your body shifting when you're explaining uh, the masculine things and the feminine things. I could actually see like now I can actually point like, okay, this is how it it goes. This is feminine. And it doesn't have to be about doing. So thank you for opening my mindset around that. And I don't know why, but I feel like asking you this question now. What is the topic that you want to talk about? Something that has been on your mind and you just want to speak about it. Ooh, oh my goodness. I have so many things that like downloads every single day. And yeah, I think my favorite thing at the moment is just personal power and personal responsibility, like truly coming back into we are the creators of our reality. Like we get into manifestation, like, yeah, I'm the creator of my reality, but like, are you actually showing up as if you're the creator of your reality? And this is what I really teach, right? It's like, it's not just thinking positively and being all dandy and yeah, I'm feeling good when everything is good. And then when something happens, when you get triggered, when something occurs that you don't want to happen, who are you then? Because being the creator of your reality truly means you see everything as working for you. You never complain. You never blame. You never make excuses. You never play the victim. It's always about how can I use this as evolution, as expansion, right? And this is one of my favorite things because 
you know, again, we say that we're the creators of our reality, but then when something happens, it's like, oh, we're saying, oh, I don't want this thing. This is not happening. This is not right. When in the moment it can seem like it, but because of the quantum field and the divine rearrangement of our reality, things are always making room and making way for our highest timeline to drop in that sometimes we don't see it in that moment because again we are limited to our perception in this time and space reality and when we actually look back in retrospect we're like oh that was always working out for me so one you know thing that i have is always my bad luck is my good luck everything is working out for me i never see something as bad i never see something as oh this is a dip this is wrong i'm out of alignment that's actually a perception Feeling stuck, feeling like things aren't working is a perception of you are deciding to place that label on the things that are happening outside of you. When if you're the creator of your reality, you'll never let something outside of you dictate your state of being. You will always decide, I'm the creator of my reality, so I'm deciding. That's what I mean by by being your God self. Imagine that you are God, right? Because you are God. It's like, okay, does God look at what's happening in the world and be like, oh my God, I'm out of alignment. Things aren't working. Things are wrong. God's like, no, I created that. I'm the creator and I always have a choice and I always have a responsibility and nothing is good or bad. It's neutral and my story and my assumption and my narrative that I have around it is what changes it, right? And so it's really coming back into I am initiating who I am and that's powerful because stress and worry and victimhood does nothing except take you out of your power. It's not about what you are creating. It's about who you are. And when you are so solid and unwaverable in, I know my truth. I know that I am God. I know that everything is unfolding in my favor. You lead differently. You walk differently. You show up differently because you're no longer attached to needing certain things to manifest externally to you. And that is so powerful. I have a story, an example of this. When I went to Bali and booked the hotels through a third-party website, um, showed up, it was like midnight after my six-hour flight, showed up there and said, yep, we've got a booking. And they were like, sorry, we don't have you in our system. Your name is not there. Um, we, we, your booking doesn't exist. And we were like, what? Like, what do you mean? I have the booking on my phone. I've prepaid. Everything's organized. And in that moment, I have two choices. I can either play the victim, spiral, have anxiety, panic. I'm in a country that um, is not my home country. It is literally pitch black outside and they're saying that my, they don't have my booking, right? I could say that everything is going wrong. But in that moment, I said, everything's working out in my favor and I don't necessarily know why, but I will know and I trust. There's no point worrying. They said, look, we have one room available for you. You can stay here for for the night and we'll see what's going to happen tomorrow and figure it out because I'm going to figure it out now at midnight. You know what I mean? So I trusted in that moment. And my sister actually said to me, wow, Katie, you're so chill. Like you're so calm in this moment. And before I would have like stressed out so much. If if we missed the train or something, I would be so stressed. But this is the thing of understanding that there's a reason why things are rearranging. If you are asking for a new timeline, if you are asking for a new reality, things need to shift. And every time these things don't happen as they you know, should happen or as you think they should happen, every time you're late, kind of like the burnt toast theory, those few minutes or that rearrangement is putting you onto a different timeline and so things might look like they're going backwards before they go forwards but they're always going forwards and you can only connect the dots looking back so after like 48 hours going back and forth with the third party website the hotel everything 
um, there was a mistake on the third-party website end. They booked us into a hotel that no longer exists anymore. It isn't there. So it was the same name and different, but different manager, different location. Everything was different now. Um, so we turned up technically at the, the place that we were meant to. It was just they had the booking completely wrong. It should be removed right from their site. So they said, because of this um, mishap, we are going to completely refund you for your um, what you paid for your week-long stay and we're going to give you additional compensation of, as a, a voucher so that you can book with us next time. Um, we ended up staying at that place for a whole entire week for free, right? In fact, I actually gained money through compensation. And so in that moment, it could have been so easy for me when I turned up at midnight to say this is a disaster everything's not working why is this happening to me like this is how we are why is this happening to me i don't get it nothing's happening to you right and then because i've stayed so calm i could see the light at the end of the tunnel but you don't need to have evidence to know that it is all working in your favor because look back at your past your past is the evidence that everything's working out in your favor everything's for your greatest evolution and so um that's just a perfect example of if there wasn't a mistake i wouldn't have gotten free free accommodation. So it, there was a divine reason for that. And I just had to trust in that. And that's how I love to lead my life. If you're in the unknown, if you're struggling right now, if there's all of this evidence around you saying, you know, that's going against what you want, can you trust that your life is really rearranging? And that mentality of things are working for me is going to create a better timeline and actually speed up the process. Anytime you say it's not working, I'm the victim, I'm complaining, why is this happening to me? You are declining the process you are resisting the process and life is going to be harder for you if you want a quantum leap you have to always believe that i am on the brink of my next breakthrough how would you lead your life if you knew this is the quantum leap I love the quantum leap lesson that you dropped in there. And also the aspect of, first of all, the manifestation. I absolutely love manifestation stories. So that was very beautiful. And I, the ability to stay calm, I will agree with your sister there. I would have panicked. Yeah. So that's really cool of how much you have been able to integrate and actually embody what you're teaching. So that's very commendable. And talking about personal power, a lot of, the people, I guess, struggle to stand in their power or what you would term as the God self because they're so influenced by other people around them. And I saw the comments, the duality that came on. I was like, oh, my, oh God, my God, how is she holding all? I, if that happened to me, I would have just laughed. And I was like, oh, my God, this is also a possibility. People also think like that. And I would have mm -hmm. laughed. But I feel like somewhere, even during, let's say, business launches, when you are launching and people, let's say, say no, or basically a lot of rejections pile up, it's sort of, if you don't have that strength and groundedness, you sway and mm -hmm. you sway away from your personal power. So I would love to know how do you process rejections or things that are being thrown at you, especially like I feel like this is a real time situation for you so you can help us navigate it much better. Yes, so good. I mean, we've all dealt with this, right? And it's a big part of manifestation. A question I get all the time of like, how do I stay in this beautiful, abundant bubble of vibrancy and limitlessness when all around me people are projecting all their stuff and there's lack of evidence and all of this? And my favorite thing is the understanding that personal power is always, is it's the understanding that you always have a choice, right? Personal power is understanding that you always have a choice in either what I am creating or 
how I am reacting or responding in that situation. And the thing is, everything is us pushed out. If we are our God self, if we are the universe and everything is a mirror of us, no one can actually make you feel anything. All it is doing is amplifying how you already feel about yourself. And so the real work is seeing within myself, where am I not solid within myself? Where do I criticize myself? Where do I reject myself? Because if you fully, wholly, unconditionally love yourself, you're so rooted in your truth, you know that what you are sharing is of importance, you are in integrity, you are living by your values, and you believe in in how you show up and you love yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone else says, you will not be shaken, right? And one of my favorite examples is if, you know, we have brown hair, black hair, whatever, and someone said to you, oh, uh, you have purple hair, it's so disgusting, ill, you'd be like, I don't care, like, I know the truth, right? Would you be phased by that comment? No, you'll just laugh it off and think it's absolutely ludicrous. But then when people say things of you're selling snake oil, like you are a scam, you're not enough, I don't like you, you're a bitch, I'm rejecting you, no, you know, all of these things, then it hurts us purely because we already feel that about ourselves, right? And so because I don't reject myself, I don't care about rejection. I don't get phased when people say no because I do not get my validation of who I am that I'm good enough externally to me, right? So many people are operating of I need constant feedback. I need constant validation of other people to say that I am good enough and therefore I believe I'm good enough. And so that the downfall to that is as much validation as you need is as much criticism will hurt you because the criticism is basically um, it's conflicting or or, um, a contradiction to the validation. So it's always draining you, right? And so you aren't actually afraid of criticism from others. You aren't actually afraid of judgment from others. You're not afraid of rejection from others. What is happening is it is amplifying and mirroring to you how you reject yourself how you judge yourself, how you criticize yourself. And so as you said in the reel, I got all these crazy comments of things that doesn't make sense, people fighting over religion, people thinking I'm a lesbian, people thinking that I'm a snake or people think I'm a scammer, like people saying, why are you charging for your business? Like all these sorts of certain things. And it's literally like water off a duck's back because I know who I am. I know my truth is so powerful. I know my business is not a scam. I know that what I'm doing is not demonic. I know I'm not possessed, right? If I thought those things and it would affect me, but it's just purely another person's projection, another person's point of view projecting on me from these estranged on the internet who don't even know me. And even if it is someone in your life, a family member or a friend who's projecting something, someone ghosts you, it purely is a projection. No one truly knows you except yourself. Everyone is holding assumptions. We all do, right? Let's say someone ghosts us um, uh, through text message. What happens? We all have a different story. Some people will say, oh my gosh, that person thought they were too good for me or they thought I was too good for them. Uh, Maybe they are playing games with me. They don't like me or maybe they're just not even ghosting me they're just taking some time to respond maybe they're they didn't get the text message right there are so many countless different ways that we could um assume and project and create a story based of that scenario and the one we will pick is the one that we believe already about ourselves that validates our own stories of reality right so we are always filtering reality through who we are we're not seeing reality as it is we're seeing it as who we are and so if that if we understand that on a personal level, we can understand that on other people's level. It doesn't matter how anyone perceives me. It is not true. It is just purely their own projection and their own reflection of me. The only way it would hurt 
if is part of me believes in that already. So I did a whole entire masterclass inside of my membership called Transcending Triggers. And we dived really deep into this of understanding like if you are solid within yourself, that's how you really become unshakable. And still today I get triggered. I still have wounds and that's the point. But it's also understanding how do I evolve through my triggers? If there is a comment online that hurts me or yeah, creates defensiveness or anger, I want to comment back or I really sit down a bit, oh, what is this calling up within me? You know, how is this, and this is a powerful question, how is this making me feel about myself? That is the most powerful question. It's not your feeling towards them, it's your feeling towards yourself. And that's how you uncover it. I love that. And aspects of becoming unshakable and having, I, I like the word like unfuckwithable. So mm -hmm. I really like that word. It's like you're just there, you don't care what other people are saying. And I also like that we will always, uh, that's so true, that we will always pick the stories that basically are true about ourselves. And I do this all the time. So I have a habit of seeing my clients' messages but I don't reply to them right away because being an emotional authority in human design, I take my time to think of the best response and let it mull over. And then I will text them the best response. Now, in that time frame, I get to know all the wounds of my clients because mm -hmm. I've left them on scene and I've not responded. So my clients will start texting me. And if someone is in their power, they will just be like, yeah, she'll reply. I don't mind. I am not in a codependent relationship but when the client has certain wounds it's a beautiful time for it to come up and then for us to work on other things as well so i use it as like a two-way thing to figure out what stories are they telling themselves and i love how you talked about the rejection part of it i absolutely love everything that you've shared but i have one last question for you and i've asked this to all my guests and they absolutely love it so give it a think and tell me if you could ingrain one mindset shift i think i already know what you're gonna say but <laughs> if you're gonna ingrain one mindset shift in every person that you can find like everyone what would that one mindset shift be yes we already know it's gonna be you are the creator of your reality like truly you are the god of your reality you are the divine creator you're the ultimate creator in every single moment truly ask yourself am i acting as the ultimate creator am i acting as if i am the ultimate power right and i see this as like sims if we played the game sims it's a simulation we are living in a simulation now and so if we think we are the sim that's where we've gone wrong imagine the sim in the game thinking that that's all that exists like we are playing the game on the computer but then we think we're the sim right and we're stuck in here and we're like i don't see the money i don't see things aren't happening but then behind the scenes you're like i have this whole inventory i can access money at any moment i can hack i can buy this i can literally when i build a house i'm literally just getting things from the quantum field and plopping it down into physical reality and it seems like oh that just appeared out of nowhere it was always there the sim just didn't know right and the sim is thinking this game is happening to me when behind the scenes you are the sim as the creator and you get to control the whole entire reality and certain things still come up out of your control when that those unpredictable um things come up where it's like oh something happened at work choose an option and, and you don't know the answer necessarily and that's like you know there's certain tests or initiations that that come up in our reality but that's really the, the answer to ask yourself like in each moment am i asleep in this reality thinking that life is happening to me and i don't have a choice 
Or are you seeing that you're actually in a matrix and we're living in a simulation and you're the one behind the computer? You're the one that has control. This is just an avatar. This isn't you, right? And so in every way, how do I want to react? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? In every single situation and scenario. And am I being honest with myself of showing up as the highest version of me? So that's what honestly... That is actually my goal of what I'm trying to achieve through my work is to embed this belief. It's not even just a belief on mindset. It's who we are. Like it's just a remembrance because when we come back into our awakening, this is when we remember we are the ultimate creator. So it's not something that you need to work on or practice. It's it's who you are underneath all the layers of the ego and conditioning. And when you uncover this, everything in our life would shift you know our whole entire consciousness would shift wars would stop violence would stop and there'd just be purely love and peace because as a creative your reality what is good for you is good for other people what is good for other people is good for you everything is just in pure full alignment and there is no competition there is no chasing there is no forcing there is no blaming it is just all seeing also that we are all one and it's such a powerful state to operate from I love that you used my favorite game as the example to explain everything. And I know that the listeners are also falling in love with your feminine magnetism and would love to continue this conversation with you. So I would love to know what are the best ways to work with you and the ways to find you and connect with you. Yes. So I am mainly on Instagram. I post every single day on there at katie.wilkinson with two N's at the end. I also have my own podcast called Conscious Queens, where I upload longer conversations. And if you want to dive into my world, I have three ways to do that. Um, First of all is my membership, which is every single month we host three live calls as well as a vault of 75 plus trainings um, that help you become your highest self, tap into the quantum as well as business. I have a mastermind where it is a hybrid of group and one-on-one coaching directly with me. So we really go deep in unleashing your movement the quantum way. So not the standard rule book way, but the quantum feminine way. Um, If you want to learn more about the science behind quantum, my popular masterclass, Quantum Attraction, is where you will learn the science and 101 behind quantum manifestation, time collapse, um, and quantum leaping. Thank you so much. I will make sure all the links for your website and for your Instagram are down in the show notes. And I am so grateful for the time you took out for this podcast episode back then and three years later right now. I loved the conversation today and I saw the difference in all the things that you learned and expanded on. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love the conversations we have. And who knows, I might be back here again in another three years time. Absolutely would love that.